That movie sucked. I kind of liked it. Movie Night Crew Network. There was another clap of thunder, followed immediately by forked lightning. This was getting more and more dangerous. Harry needed to get the snitch quickly. He turned, intending to head back towards the middle of the pitch, but at that moment, another flash of lightning illuminated the stands, and Harry saw something that distracted him completely. The silhouette of an enormous shaggy black dog, clearly imprinted against the sky, motionless in the topmost empty row of seats. What's up, potheads? Welcome to the restricted section, in which a bunch of nerds with potty mouths reread the Harry Potter series for the umpteenth time and discuss how the story and its themes have stayed with a generation into adulthood. Thank you for listening. If you haven't done the reading, don't worry, we did it for you. Here's what we are talking about today. Chapter 9. Grim Defeat. Part 2. Defeated by Dementors. And also defeated by Hufflepuff. In this section... Harry and the rest of the Quidditch team play against Hufflepuff, and it really just doesn't go well. That's kind of all you need to know. Welcome to the Restricted section. It's me, your host, Christina. I really tried to write like a clever intro to this episode, but it's it's kind of just depressing, and it felt disrespectful to Harry when he's having a hard time. So we're just I'm being deadly <laughs> serious. We're at, here's the restricted section, and <laughs> This week, we're talking about the part two of Grim Defeat, um, chapter nine in The Prisoner of Azkaban. So if you haven't listened to part one of that one, you should go back and listen to that one. Andrew, how are you doing today? I am doing fantastic. Last night, I got to experience a true cultural phenomenon that will go down in the annals of history as one of the greatest online events. So it was a, it was a good night. I'm so glad. For, he's talking about Blackpink. Yeah. The show. The show. Okay. The show. I mean, a live stream. it's the only one you need to know of. The show. The show. It's the only one you need to know of. Grace, what about you? How are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, we got some snow today, so it's very yeah. pretty outside. Yeah, that's probably, it's probably good that you mentioned that up top because I have like a busy street right outside the window of my office and sometimes you can hear motorcycles and stuff going past. There was that one time we were talking about Hagrid's motorcycle and then a motorcycle went past really dramatically and <laughs> it was like the best timing. But so people have been like slushing by my window today. So you might get some ambient, disgusting Virginia slurry. Yeah, I'm currently hearing someone like shoveling the sidewalk outside. So oh, yep. love it. That's cool. <laughs> some ambient snow. Yeah. Music. Do, do y'all ever get that entitlement where you're like, oh, way to go, shoveling outside of my window? Like, <laughs> how do, why are you doing this right now at a perfectly reasonable hour of the day? Gosh. <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> I just think that, like, shoveling is kind of silly because it's all going to melt away by the end of the day anyway. That's I know. I it's like, I think, raining right now anyway, so. It is raining. I took a walk earlier today and it was raining ice. Like, it was, it was like, sharp rain. As they and call it, it, I hated sleet. it. It was, is that what that is? <laughs> yeah. I think I thought that sleet was half snow, half rain. There is freezing rain. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. It was definitely freezing rain. It reminded me of an avatar when Katara stops the rain and then she turns it into ice daggers. Damn. So cool. Yeah, it's pretty badass. <laughs> Speaking of badasses. <laughs> I'm really excited that our special guest today is friend of the podcast, Mots. Hello. Hi. We're so glad you're here. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you so much for letting me come on. 
Of course. Well, we talk nerd shit in Harry Potter with you kind of all day long anyway, so figure might as well get it formal, get it on a podcast, <laughs> let other people hear your voice. Do you want to tell us a little bit about your Harry Potter history? Like, how did you get into the books? How did you get into the movies? Yeah, so um, I don't really remember how I got into the movies. Uh, I think it just happened kind of the movie, like someone put on Sorcerer's Stone or Chamber of Secrets probably and I was just in the room. Mm-hmm. But for the books, I started reading when I was nine. It was 2008, so all the books had come out at that point. And like any sensible human being, I started on the fifth book. <gasps> what? <laughs> so- <laughs> oh my god, uh, just- I can't imagine starting on the fifth book. <laughs> and uh, in the middle of the fifth book, or I think in the middle of like chapter seven, I decided to take a break because, well, Order of the Phoenix is a, it's, it's tough. It's so emotionally I, taxing. Yeah. Angsty Harry is not easy at all. <laughs> so, uh, like, while I was taking a break from uh, reading book five, I listened to all of the audiobooks. <laughs> so, nice. uh, so you really went in order. <laughs> <laughs> oh, totally, totally. And of course it did not go in order with the audiobooks either, like, at all. I think it started on book two for the audiobooks. And Why not? <laughs> right, right. Uh, and finished on book seven. Only problem is, book Seven, the audiobook had a track missing, and it wasn't like chapter, it was like the second half of chapter four, uh, Battle of the Seven Potters, and like through to the second half of chapter five. Oh so, my god. Yeah, it was a fucking pain in the ass. But, oh my god. So basically, and after I finished uh, the seventh audiobook, I decided to finally read the books, so I read. <laughs> Uh, finished book five, and then I needed to know what happened in the <laughs> part that I didn't get to listen to, so I read book seven, and then I'd already read the longest and the second longest, so the books I read in the order of longest to shortest. Oh, <laughs> God. Mats, did, have, have you ever read uh, Wayside School, that series? Oh, sideways no. Stories from Wayside that's School? That's it, that's the one. They have the, mm-hmm. uh, the kid in the class that counts wrong, but always gets to the right number at the end. Oh, yeah, that's okay. true. And that's all that I'm thinking is like, Mats, yeah. how do you get to seven? Well, five, one, three, two, like, what? <laughs> and then I ended at seven. Yeah, I got it. Perfect. <laughs> got there in the end. Yes. <laughs> and all was well. Yeah. Wow. And then there's mm. the epilogue. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow. Is there, We're going to talk about that is someday. There. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. Catch us in four years talking about that epilogue. <laughs> so, Mots, what Hogwarts house are you? Uh, I am a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. Um, I think I've taken the sorting quiz five times, and I've gotten a Hufflepuff four and Ravenclaw one. So. Oh, that's okay. a good balance. Yeah, I like it. I hope everyone has at least a little bit of Ravenclaw in them, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just, just, yeah, like, dumb as a troll, like, Gregory Boyle, <laughs> yeah. Uh. Oh my god, um, do you remember that in one of the books they explain, like, the grading system, and it's like, the worst grade is T for troll? <laughs> yeah. D for dreadful, uh, a, yeah. P for poor. Yeah. So hey, silly. Could possibly be worse than dreadful? <laughs> T. Troll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there. I, I was like, why are we taking this like weird aside right now into your grading system? I just figured that the teachers are like, mm, you're cool, 100%, because that's just how Hogwarts seems to be. Yeah. 
mm, I don't like you very much. You get a, a 70%. <laughs> so before we get into this chapter, Grim Defeat, it's kind of short and it's a little depressing. So I was hoping we could start out on a more fun note. Recently, Mots, you've brought me your Hagrid theory, which I love. And I was wondering if we could chat about it a little bit. Yeah, I don't think I'd be able to describe it well enough, at least not off the top of my head. So if you'd read it, then that would be be great. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but okay. Well, first of all, this document is labeled, Oh, Hagrid, you beautiful bastard. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm in already. Let me me, (laughs) tell me what I'm about to support with all of my heart. (laughs) Rubius Hagrid is a competent wizard. And Dumbledore trained him. Okay. Mott sent me this theory. I'm, I'm going to paraphrase from it because it was a very, very well researched and, and written out theory. And I, I, as I read this, I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So basically when Hagrid got in trouble and they were like, you're expelled. Break your sword. Dumbledore was... Break your sword. sword. <laughs> <laughs> I think Hagrid was doing it wrong. <laughs> the sword that was reforged. And I am now king of Gondor. Wow. Um, wand. When his wand was broken, basically Dumbledore took it upon himself to train Hagrid in magic. Like, in good magic. And we see... Hagrid do kind of advance magic in this series without really realizing it. Okay. Uh, actual proof. Okay. See, this is a Ravenclaw in Yamats. I got to the actual proof section. <laughs> okay. Hagrid performs some ver- fairly advanced magic over the course of seven books. In The Half-Blood Prince, the Death Eaters set Hagrid's hut on fire, and then Hagrid uses Aquamenti to put out his spell, which is a new level spell not to- taught to students until sixth year. Mm-hmm. In Sorcerer's Stone, he does a lot of shit in Sorcerer's Stone. This, these are not Mots's words, just like, <laughs> does a lot of shit. In the words of the professor known as Mots, he does a lot of shit. <laughs> he does a lot of shit. Well, he, okay, first of all, he gets to the island, and he may or may not follow, like, the Dursleys, the freaking cabin in the sea island. He may or may not, may, may not be following them around, and then he starts a fire, and then he kind of halfway turns Dudley into a pig, which is human transfiguration. And honestly, it's like, oh, he meant to turn him into a whole pig and he only did the tail. Or was he pulling his punches because this was a muggle child? Right. Yeah. And then he also does nonverbal magic, which is a six-year lesson. Basically, Dumbledore trained Hagrid to be a badass wizard, and he just keeps it on the DL so people don't notice that he still has access to his wand, which is in his umbrella. Oh, I love it so much. I'm digging it. I dig the theory. I like it a lot. Can we put that text up somewhere so that people could read the full? Oh, yeah. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. I would love to uh, I would love to go over it and tell you how. I'm kidding. I'm, I'm not going to do it. But I would love to read it. And <laughs> well, reading the whole thing is way better than my paraphrasing, just to be very clear. <laughs> it's long. It's like three pages. I love it. So, yeah. <laughs> it is elaborate. Listeners, after you get really depressed with us over this next like hour's worth of content, Go and mm-hmm. make yourself happy by reading about how Hagrid is an awesome dude. Yeah, maybe I'll slap <laughs> it up on the website. Um, here's the, the final the final note from this document is that, okay, like, as a reminder that Dumbledore had the Elder Wand, which is a- capable of fixing other people's wands. So Dumbledore may have fixed Hagrid's wand completely. 
concealed it in the umbrella, and then privately taught him advanced magic and asked him to keep it on the DL. I like that a lot. I think it's cool. I'm mm-hmm. into it. Yes. I just It just gives Hagrid more agency. And yeah. in Chamber of Secrets, it comes out that he was never guilty in the first place. And he's like, well, this is just my life now. I'm not going to try to go to night school or anything. But if he kind of already has magic, that would explain why he doesn't pursue anything. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, his life doesn't change at all after that sort of discovery. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And Mm -hmm. it's like one explanation for that is that he kind of already had everything he wanted anyway. Well, I love it. We also know that Dumbledore is huge on having people on his side that people underestimate and don't like expect. Mm -hmm. So, for example, Mrs. Fig... You know, having a uh, a squib who's on your side that can blend in with the muggles perfectly. Having Hagrid that everyone will always under expect, like lowest of expectations. Yeah, they're going to underestimate mm-hmm. him every single time. Having him actually be like a really competent dude on top of being a half giant, like yeah. And plus, I mean, we know that Hagrid like reveres Dumbledore, so mm-hmm. this would explain a lot of that too. Just like under the wing, you know. That's kind of what I was going to say is that Dumbledore really likes working with people who owe him something slash their lives. (laughs) I don't like that. Wow, tap out, tap out. (laughs) (laughs) This was nice, Christina. Why you got to ruin it? (laughs) Well, in this chapter, Grim Defeat, Dumbledore is a hero. So let's, let's get into it. Yeah. And by a hero, I mean he doesn't let one of his students die in in what is a deadly sport. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So the beginning of this chapter was really dramatic and actually a lot of stuff happened in it that I like kind of didn't even really remember until I reread it. In the beginning of this chapter, we got the whole Snape subbing in for Lupin while he's sick thing. And we, we got the fallout from Sirius Black trying to get into the dorm. And then we also got, we learned last minute while well, the freaking Gryffindor Quidditch team learned last minute that Slytherin tapped out of the first game of the season and tapped Hufflepuff in. And Gryffindor is like, wow, this is so unfair. And nobody said anything about how it's super unfair for the Hufflepuffs. Okay, I'm, I'm sure you guys talked about this. But I just have to say, how is there not like a second string? Like, how do you not have yeah. people sub in it? Oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Substitutes, Quidditch yeah. substitutes, police. <laughs> yeah, well, Harry has so much pressure on him. Yeah. Because it's like, if I faint, everything is lost. <laughs> and it is. it is. And it is, yeah. <laughs> Literally everything. <laughs> mm. Lost to the wind. Um, yeah, so this this picks up on the morning of the first Quidditch match of the season. Harry wakes up in the middle of the night, and he's not sure why. Um, and it's because Peeves is blowing <laughs> cold air into his ear. Oh, I love Peeves so I didn't much. remember this at all. And I was like, that's very invasive. You're in his yeah. bedroom. Yeah. That's Just kind of inappropriate, like sexually inappropriate. I know. When, <laughs> when you guys were talking with Nav about Peeves, you know, not being in the movie and stuff, um, I was just thinking about how creepy this is. And like last chapter, he was talking to Dumbledore, like between his, through like, his legs and like yeah okay, he that's was doing weird. the happy <laughs> baby yoga pose if anyone's familiar yeah it's <laughs> my favorite yoga pose and like you know it'd be weird to see a grown man doing that to another yeah. grown man. whatever yeah. it's fine but <laughs> definitely oh yeah go ahead brooke brought up that they were just gonna cast a regular ass dude to be yeah. peeves and like imagine oh, that this is very inappropriate <laughs> yeah. yeah so then you come into this chapter and it's like uh blowing into a 13 year old's ear it's ear. probably not great <laughs> And, like, there is a, like, in one of the, like, Pottermore, like, digital uh, mm-hmm. release uh, mm-hmm. books, 
the author says that, uh, like, there is an agreement between Peeves and Dumbledore that Peeves is not allowed to, like, invade the, uh, like, classrooms during classes. Maybe add a slight like, 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 add to the agreement that maybe Peeves should not be allowed to, like, go into the, like, bedrooms. Yes. Yeah. Of Privacy. Students. Listeners, you're not the fans that I know and love if you didn't get a mental image of Dumbledore pulling a uh, Darth Vader and telling Peeves, pray that I don't alter the plan any further. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. I think that Dumbledore loves Peeves, and I think that he oh, does 100%. have some rules but I also, so like, I have rules for my cat, right? And like, I think my cat's dedication to being a good boy and Peeves' dedication to being a good boy are like about the same, where it's like, generally, I'm like, this is all in good fun. And then every once in a while, they just like, their eyes glaze over and they're a monster for like, just a second. <laughs> there is one thing, though. I I don't know why Peeves is always depicted as being an old man, because isn't he supposed to be a poltergeist, which is supposed to be the yep. like spirit of a child that's at, not at rest? Wait, I didn't know that a poltergeist oh. was supposed to be a mm-hmm. child ghost. I didn't know that. That's either. why poltergeists almost never do anything like it, it's a Is that why the poltergeist it's, is a it's child? Never, like, in the movie The Poltergeist? <laughs> yeah, you, like they never like calls like death. It's just like freaking you out and like, oh, like turning furniture wow. upside down and opening cabinets and shit like that. I am always learning stuff on this podcast. <laughs> I'm going to have to see Webster's about this. Yeah, I, see maybe Webster's. I, like, I could be wrong, but that's what I always remembered is that poltergeists were supposed to be like the spirit of children. I mean, that would make me feel better. <laughs> so the the Oxford and the Webster's definitions of the word poltergeist don't involve it being a child, but that doesn't mean, I think that's the kind of thing that would have probably more cultural context mm. than like a yeah. specific dictionary definition. Interesting. So, so that makes, I, that makes me feel a lot better if it's a, like a 10 year old boy <laughs> ghost who's like a Casper. Yeah. yeah Cause like I, all of Pete's stuff too, I, I could be wrong here as well, but I never remember him doing anything. Like, I don't think, I don't think the idea of sexuality exists to Peeves. I don't think that anything that he does would be driven by, like, he's that in, desire. It's just yeah, being absurd. Yeah. And, like, when he's blowing in Harry's ear, it's not, like, supposed to be a creepy thing. It's just, like, no, what for the sure. fuck? Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> completely, completely. You know what like, what I should I do, do that will really startle this yeah, child? This kid, this kid has to <laughs> fly in a fucking monsoon in about, you know, a few hours. I know what I'll do. I'll wake him up by blowing in his ear. Like, I, I that's why I love Peeves and then Peeves comes to the defense of fucking he's Hogwarts so like he is just a, <laughs> yeah in a way he's, he's a just a chaotic good dude because he's he's doing just bringing joy whether or not you realize that it's joy because he might be the one who's getting <laughs> shat on it's utilitarian <laughs> joy it's utilitarian joy More I think people. he's chaotic neutral because I think he comes to Hogwarts aid mostly in his own self-preservation <laughs> mm-hmm. but chaotic for sure it would have been fun in the movies we all know mm-hmm. so Harry wakes up, obviously, to Peeves blowing in his ear, and is like, wait, what the fuck? (laughs) What did you do that for? And Peeves just, it says that he puffs out his cheeks and blew hard. I'm like, to me, in my brain, that's like a raspberry sound. Yeah. He always be making raspberry sounds. (laughs) Just in case somebody else calls it something different. I just wanted the nice (laughs) sound effect. (laughs) There's other words for that, right? Like blowing raspberries and... (laughs) <laughs> There's other words. I'm sure there um, are. I don't know any yeah. of them, but you know. Oh, my mom used to call. Oh, that's more like when you like, like oh. against something, like a zerber. Zerber, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I've, I've never heard, heard that. that phrase before in my life. <laughs> Me neither. My mommy gave me lots of Zerpers when I was a baby. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Not your mom, my mom. 
<laughs> I didn't know your mom. I still don't. <laughs> Honestly, I trust women so much. I would let any ladies or burn my baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> okay, so Harry's like, fuck, I'm awake now. And he's full of anxiety. And it is aggressively thunderstorming. Yeah. So he's just awake now. We've all been there. Well, yes. in the... That... I never know what I want to call it. Sound I was it weird saying that bitch. I don't like... But You're doing it. She did it to herself. She who must... Well, yeah. Okay, <laughs> fine. Yeah. That bitch, one of the things that she actually does incredibly well is describe the feeling that you get, like, before a sporting event. When you know you have something, like, big coming on. Yeah. You've got to perform well. People are going to be watching you specifically. Like, that just latent dread... She perfectly described how I felt in high school when I would have a football game or a wrestling match or something like yeah, that. Like it's I a agree. very specific type of like mixture of fear and dread. She does like write anxiety very well and like not to be a bitch, but at this point in the books, Harry doesn't have that many personality traits and one of them is for sure anxiety. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> He's an anxious boy. Yeah, and I definitely get this get like I understand this like waking up in like an anxious sweat. Like that happens to me Whenever, like, something exciting's happening, like, I'm going on vacation or there's a party or something, I wake up very hard, bright and early, and I'm just like, it's today! <laughs> yep. I woke up at 3.30 this morning, oh so... Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Just I, because? I, yep. Oh, my God, I'm so wow. sorry. <laughs> I, th- I think I managed to get a little bit of sleep, but, yeah. Mm. Oh, my God. Wow. Gonna have to take a little nap. Take a little nap in the middle of this chapter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, mm, I'd be a little worried too because last time I tried to take a nap, it was supposed to be thirty minutes and it ended up being fourteen hours. So. <laughs> oh. Andrew did the same kind of shit recently. Not a fourteen hour, no, but like a four hour. It was like a four hour. Yeah. Yikes. I missed Hamilton. Yeah, you missed Hamilton. Did you wake up and like not know what year it was? <laughs> yes, yes, a hundred percent. There was like. And, like, I looked at my phone, and it said, like, 4, uh, like, 4.30 or something like that. Okay, yeah, 4.30. Two-hour nap. That's fine. W- wait. <laughs> wait a minute. The next day. I've made a terrible Shit. mistake. <laughs> Grace, you, you said wake up and not know what year it is. Have you all ever had that thing where you wake up and for, like, it, it feels like minutes, but in reality, it's probably, like, 15 seconds, and you don't, like, you don't know really where you are or what you're doing or, like, who like almost like who you are it's like your brain is like not caught up essentially yeah. do, you know, do you know what i'm talking about i think so i think okay. i know what you're talking about that doesn't happen to me but i do get sleep paralysis which i feel like is the same oh. kind of thing about like your brain not being able to catch up that's so scary yeah sleep paralysis sounds terrifying this one like sucks because yeah. you're like what the hell like where oh you're like amnesic amnesia kind of, yeah amnesia you have amnesia. Hopefully this isn't going to be one of those things where, like, a listener writes in and is like, just so you know, this is a horrible medical condition called this, and you should probably go see a doctor. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Good. Great. Great. Love Good it. to know. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Grace's brother, Dr. Will, listens to this, so he yeah. can let us know let if us that's know. a condition. <laughs> Special request. Yeah. Okay, so Harry's just like, fuck this. And he gets dressed and he goes down to the common room to, like, wait for the sun to rise. Just just sitting there stewing in his anxiety, really letting it wash over him. Yeah. And as he leaves the dorm, Crookshanks is trying to sneak in. And he 
catch it. Good, good reflexes, Harry, because it's hard to catch a slinking cat, you know what I mean? So uh, he was ready. Unfortunate reflexes, Harry, because this book would have been a lot quicker if Crookshanks well, had gotten up there and killed Peter Pettigrew. So, you know, yeah, he did his thing, but maybe but here's it would have been better the thing. if he hadn't. If Crookshanks had just killed Scabbers and that's that, like, yeah, that would be great. But her Hermione what? and Ron's relationship would have been, like, irrevocably damaged. Yeah, that's true. Here's the question. If an animagus dies while in an animal form, do mm-hmm. they stay in that form? Or do they revert back? I believe they revert back. I've, I would assume they would revert back. Because I think there is a, in the very first chapter of Deathly Hallows, no, it's the second chapter of Half-Blood Prince, where uh, Narcissa and Bellatrix are, like, walking toward, um... Oh, Snape's uh, house? Snape's house, and, mm. uh... Was, I think it was Bellatrix who kills a fox, like, just in case it's an ore. Oh my god. Okay, yeah. Okay. So... I got chills. Yeah. I know. Oh, my God. Um, We're so, like, th- all these problems are so silly compared to, like, those later books, you know what I, I mean? Know. Yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> but, yeah, because, first of all, how amazing would that be? Like, drag Scabbers out, kills him on the floor, Ron wakes up with the body of Peter Pettigrew, a man he's never heard of before. Just, just there. What the fuck, just, man? Just on, <laughs> Crookshanks just sitting on top with a bloody mouth, like, yes, I did this. This was me. <laughs> Look what I gave to. Look what I've brought for you. Cats <laughs> do have that audacity. <laughs> it, it reminds me of this scene in Game of Thrones where yeah, it's one of the direwolves like just bites and rips the fucking throat mm-hmm. out of the uh, yeah. out of the uh, cat's paw. Who, like, oh gets, my god! I actually <laughs> killed Brad. Now I really wish we could have seen that version where Dumbledore like gets told there's a body in the Gryffindor common room, shows up and goes, <laughs> "That's fucking Peter Pet." Oh, <laughs> like the weight of, all, everything. Like, of the truth just crashes down. Dumbledore <laughs> needs a thinking chair. He got to figure some shit out. He, like, puts on Sonorous and Sirius, where are you? I I understand. I understand. Uh, like there's a like Marvel comic book series called What If? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where like it shows like uh, I I believe I've never read it, but it's like alternate versions of. Uh, events. Yeah, it, it's like, what if these if, major things didn't happen this way? They happened. Yeah. Like, what if uh, Uncle Ben didn't die? Was one of the first. That's ones. so cool. Interesting. Yeah, and they're actually making it into a Disney Plus show too. What? Yes. That's yes. so cool. What? That's like the coolest concept mm-hmm. ever. It's yeah. so cool. And like, imagine if that happened yeah. with Harry Potter. <laughs> Oh, wow. that would be fantastic! Wow, there are so many things could have been would- done differently. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Somebody just tell Hagrid not to start with hippogriffs. Like, that's yeah. an advanced <laughs> level. How about someone tell Lily and James not to remove Sirius as their secret keeper? Wait, this is going to be a bonus episode. We got to pump yes. the brakes. This is great <laughs> oh content. I have one more. Just okay. fucking make Dumbledore your secret keeper. Okay, that's it. Oh, uh, yeah. and by the way, we did talk about this on the last one a little bit. That's why it came up. But... Uh, Christina, one thing we got wrong on that is that Dumbledore is actually the one who who did the Fidelius charm. Because we were saying maybe du- oh, yeah. maybe uh, it couldn't be uh, Petunia because you had to be magical. Because I was arguing, I think Aunt Petunia is like the best choice to be your secret keeper. Because no one's going to suspect her. <laughs> no one's going to know who she yeah. is. All that shit. Sure. But like we thought, well, maybe it's because of that. No, Dumbledore is the one who actually performs the charm. But maybe so. you still have to be magic. 
Yeah, or maybe. maybe they're all just super racist against muggles. And they're I like, wow, that's a muggle could one. never keep a secret. <laughs> <laughs> what? Racist against muggles? Never in this series. Yeah. Does that ever happen? So Harry, like, repeatedly stops Crookshanks from going upstairs, which, like, I don't know. Why today when Harry's monitoring? <laughs> I just feel like this dynamic between Crookshanks and Scabbers is increasingly becoming an episode of Tom and Jerry. And I love it. I'm here for it. Honestly, like Scabbers is probably just like cowering on Ron's bed, and with Crookshank's paw just coming under the door, like murder! <laughs> I'm gonna get you. Well, and it's crazy because Scabbers has like it's Peter Pettigrew. He has a human's intellect and reason and thought. And yeah, then kind of. he thinks I don't know if it's full force right now. <laughs> he, he thinks it's just uh, a cat, but it's actually isn't. What is it? Neasel that? Uh, it's a Neasel. Yeah, that yeah. Crookshanks. So like much he's higher. Part of it, he's being hunted. It's not just mm-hmm. a normal cat. Like I'm going to go yeah. get it. This is a, a plotting animal that is trying yeah, this, to demise you. Like this cat has a plan. Demise. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, I'm just thinking about my stupid precious cats. We got a freaking Roomba that came in the mail today, and they've just been like nervously watching it zoom around our house for like five hours. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Has Sean put LEDs on it yet? Not yet, but you know that's coming. <laughs> I have one more thought about Crookshanks. Yeah. You know how in year two, uh, Hermione accidentally turns herself into a cat uh, <laughs> with the apologist potion? How could I forget? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Um, and then, like, when she, like, gets the opportunity to, like, to get her own pet, and she's like, yeah, I kind of like an owl. And, but, like, then why would you ever, like, after the, like, super fucking traumatizing experience in book wow. two, like, six months later, why would you fucking want a cat, Hermione? She's like, I understand them now. <laughs> She's like, I understand them on a deeper level. You, you don't get it, Ron. Okay, you just don't get it. It is, uh, is Hermione, like, one step away from bringing up that they used to be praised as gods in Egypt? Oh, because we all know that cat person who like is very well intentioned, but takes it just a little bit too far. Yeah. Honestly, (laughs) if anyone's clinging on to their former Egyptian god level glory, it's the cats themselves. They're like, we used to be worshipped as gods. So what are you doing for me today? (laughs) I'm pretty sure Hermione brings it up in the the movie, but yeah, that Mm, sounds right. Mm -hmm. And uh, Ron is like. Yeah, uh, cats as well as, like, dung beetles or something like that. (laughs) That's true. It is funny that Hermione doesn't pick an owl, which is obviously the more practical choice. Um, Yes. It's like, there's this, like, thing where Hermione is, like, always right until she until she gets, like, emotional, and then she kind of, like, wiles out. And it's, like, one of my favorite things about her is that she lets her heart get in front of her head sometimes, and I think that's what makes her a Gryffindor. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Listen to your heart. When it's tall and calling for you, listen to your heart. There's nothing else you can do. Listen to that cat when it's calling for you. <laughs> <laughs> when it's meowing for you. And it doesn't matter how smart Hermione is. A 13 year old who sees a pet in need jumping like into her arms, like she taken that pet. Mm-hmm. Like you chose me. The cat chooses the witch, Hermione. So finally, Harry goes down to breakfast, and he I think he's just slowly eating in his anxiety for, like, another two hours. <laughs> this is miserable. I, so I, I found something here that I've never actually thought about that I did not know, and I did a little research. I had no Ooh. idea what the hell porridge actually is. Isn't it just oatmeal? 
So it's similar to oatmeal. It's mm-hmm. it's one of those like square rectangle things. All oatmeal is oh. porridge, but not all porridge is oatmeal. Is it just like a carby soup? It's a it's when you take a, bread a fibrous <laughs> a fibrous grain and boil it in milk. That is what oh. porridge is. Ew, I was about to ask if rice is porridge, but that would be really gross. <laughs> I get you never asked if you should. You only asked if you could. <laughs> <laughs> if you boiled if you boiled rice in like coconut milk and then made like a curry. Is that kind of like that rice actually pudding? Sounds delicious. Yeah, that's I think that might be rice oh, pudding. Rice pudding. Is rice is pudding porridge, porridge then? Wow. This is a soup salad sandwich situation. <laughs> yes. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, you should go subscribe to our Patreon. <laughs> rice pudding is a soup. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Every, yeah. Everything is soup. Everything is soup. 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 It's definitely a soup. A soup. <laughs> soup. 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 I think this is definitely its final form is soup. Somewhere in a parallel universe, that's a soup. Jello <laughs> is just in a highly evolved form of soup that is broken through the fourth dimension. Ron, sexy freckled dick soup i think uh i'm gonna say something controversial here i'm gonna say soup it's a sexy soup definitely a soup you would only hear murderous voices as if it, if it was a soup okay well thanks for looking that up for us a little cultural dive into british breakfast cuisine mm-hmm. <laughs> i assumed it was oatmeal and it seems like it is pretty much the same thing as yeah. oatmeal it basically yeah. Well, like yeah it could it could be oatmeal but it's not could be oatmeal definitely oatmeal we just know you. it's porridge we don't know <laughs> it's oat or not Wow, so intriguing. This has been Porridge Cat Update. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping track of all the porridge sightings in the Harry Potter universe. Oh, God. I do like all the weird food. I mean, not weird, but just like silly British foods they eat in this. Mm-hmm. I love that I always think of Ron just double fisting the turkey legs in that one scene. He's just like, I got it. To be fair, if I had the opportunity to like double fist turkey legs at any age including my current age i would do it like we need to get you to a uh, ren fest i mean they have turkey legs at the renaissance fair bush gardens does too yeah in the renaissance section (laughs) they're in france okay (laughs) yeah there was a renaissance there (laughs) (laughs) actually they're in uh, the french canadian whatever yeah wow all right, so speaking of porridge. <laughs> Grace just like, ju- your eyes were just like, you went so off the rails. I've seen off the rails, but that- how did you get there? You were talking about porridge and ended up on Bush Gardens. Oh, yeah. Are you okay? And it was just like a two second eye motion that said that. It was amazing. Incredible. Our eyes are so emotive. So the whole team is all eating breakfast together. They're nervous as hell. It's not very good. Oliver Wood barely can't even talk or eat or anything. The whole school starts to make their way down to the Quidditch pitch, which is insane to me. I'm not going to that game, dude. I don't give a shit. I'll go to most Quidditch (laughs) games, but I'm not going in the rain. That's a nightmare. I have one note or like one thing in my like notes here. And it's I love Oliver Wood. Um, all caps. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He's, he's so adorable. stressed right now. Ugh. He's so adorable. Poor baby. Do we think the stands are protected in some way no. against no. lightning? No. Like, oh, oh, against lightning for lightning. sure. It's okay. Hogwarts. No, no, Should have let you finish. <laughs> well, no, no. The rain, the rain, whatever. Like, because my thing is, I would go. I would totally. I've stood. I've stood in horrible weather to watch football. Maybe teams. in I don't August, care about but not in me. like o- October, November. Mm. Mm, I'm talking January, baby. Go and oh. like, oh, oh, you and forty thousand of your closest friends just huddled together. Oh God, now that just it is for like sure sleeting. Badness. If that's the case, which I learned today is frozen rain. 
Um, yeah, well, I was worried about lightning for the players, because they're really yeah. high up in the sky. They're, like, in the clouds. They're probably conducting electricity. They're not grounded. I don't think they would. Like, I think... Wow, I don't know anything about science. I could be, we need Sean for this, <laughs> and I could be wrong, but Sean. I think it, you'd be much more likely to hit the towers or to hit the trees than to hit right. them. That makes sense. Maybe I'll get Sean to, like, record a statement. Yes, And I'll please. put it in right here. Okay, perfect. <laughs> My opinion as a certified professional engineer in mechanical engineering is I don't know the answer to this. Hi, Sean. Technically, they're flying around on wood, too. Oh, but Harry's wearing glasses. That would be an issue because that's why metal. Yeah, but it's not that much metal. It's, it's like nickel plated. Like, it's not. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't. I guess I have no idea what I'm talking about. Neither do I. So let's <laughs> um, move on. Ask Sean. <laughs> <laughs> On this week's episode of Ask Sean. <laughs> How does lightning work in regards to flying broomsticks? <laughs> I've seen Sean rewire a lot of stuff, and he does talk about ground a lot. I know it's an important part of electricity yes. is ground. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sometimes it's not the ground. <laughs> I think it's almost never the ground. I don't know what I'm talking about. Oh, my God. Um, Malfoy, Crab, and Goyle. Okay, oh, go yes. No, you. You go. <laughs> Malfoy, Crab, and Goyle are walking down to the Quidditch pitch, and they, like, turn to laugh at Harry, and I'm like, what is he even doing right now? Like, why are you laughing at him? I know, though. I had the thought as well uh, while reading this. Wait, but I love this because it says that they're sharing an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> they're sharing an umbrella, and I just love it so much because I, I can picture Draco, like, complaining, like, Goyle, you're not covering me with the umbrella, man, and, like, getting wet, and it's just, I love it. So you it. think Goyle's carrying the umbrella. I think he's the tallest. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, you're right. Yeah, Draco is right. definitely in the middle between them, with the umbrella yeah. centered on him. But it is yes. Goyle holding it. Oh, mm-hmm. mom and dad, protect me. <laughs> also, you would think between three of the oldest, wealthiest wizarding families, they could come up with more than one umbrella. Just saying. Yeah, but they forgot to bring Malfoy's the only one whose mummy packed it for him. Well, and this is. Uh, I'll wait, because this brings up a much larger point. So the team goes to change in the changing room. That's what you do in a changing room. You change. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Oliver Wood cannot even muster a pep talk. He is so nervous. I love him so much. Quote, gulping noises. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, my my very first varsity football game, right? I'm a junior. I'm sitting in my at my locker and one of the uh, seniors who is a kid that I've wrestled with for years I look up to him I think he's like the he's like a brave dude who knows what he's doing he's got his head on and he's one of our captains Trey Trey walks up to me as though he's going to say something and then immediately turns around and runs to the bathroom and throws up Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> and it was the most intense moment of my life up to that yes. point. Because here I am like, oh, thank God. He's going to come and bring me reassurance. Bring me motivation. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 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 I'll never I'm getting like, um, which I think it's uh, Bill Russell, who like back when he played, he used to like before every game or before every playoff game, he would like throw up like Red Auerbach, the uh, the coach would like tell him to go throw mm-hmm. up. Oh because, like, my God. If he didn't, he would not let him play. Yeah, he, he, wow. he played like crap if he didn't throw up. Yeah. 
Well, it, it is I don't true. Like I feel that. like there's something wrong with that. Well, no, it's because when you yeah. throw up, you get a huge endorphin release, which makes you feel it in adrenaline. So it makes you feel better because your body Just like, like terrible wants to for your health, though. Yeah, it's not <laughs> good, but it, it, it it's if your if your good. stomach is upset and feeling upset, if you get right. the shit out, then you're gonna feel better, and it gets like I said, a little adrenaline, a little. Uh, uh, we do not endorse this yeah, behavior. We don't recommend barfing. No, no, but. <laughs> Better out than in? Better out than in. I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Where are we? What's going? Okay. They go out onto the Quidditch pitch. It is raining like hell. I wrote that in all capitals. Like, it is raining like you have no fucking idea how much it's raining in this chapter. Like, it is raining. Like, it is yeah. raining cats and dogs. It is it is a torrential downpour. It's really coming down out there. What are some other euphemisms? Something about God pissing, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> just like all of these clouds, so full of water, just raining. Dumping. <laughs> Dumping rain. Call Moses. We need a boat. Well, and honestly, the clouds are probably really thick and really low. So, like, Harry probably goes and gets up into clouds. <laughs> gets all up in them clouds. Oh, do you remember in Avatar when Aang, like, bounces away and then he comes back and he's like, Turns out clouds are made of water. Oh my gosh. So wholesome. Harry, like, can't even hear what's happening um, because it's raining so loud. And I'm yeah. sure the Quidditch pitch is a disgusting slush pile. And um, he, like, can only tell what's happening because he can see what people are doing, kind of. So he, like, sees... Everyone getting together. He, like, barely hears Madame Hooch blow the whistle. He sees everyone, like, lift off. And so he's like, I guess I'm going. And, like, I walked, like, one mile today in, like, the rainy snow. And, like, I couldn't see anything. Like, this. so he, like, immediately can't see. Mm -hmm. I was having, like, visceral when I was reading this. I was just like, oh, my God. This is, like, the worst thing I can imagine. This is the worst thing. He became a potter sickle. Yeah, a potsicle. 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 I was going to say potsicle, but I didn't think it would work if I didn't say pottersicle first. It's Yeah, because it's like a marijuana sickle. <laughs> yeah, <cycle>. exactly. <laughs> exactly. Which so doesn't I, sound nearly as good. I mean, it has its place. No, I'm, I think I'm, I meant the term marijuana sickle versus potsicle. <laughs> Obviously, potsicle is way better. <laughs> Um, so Harry almost gets hit by a bludger twice because he can't see. He almost runs into fellow players twice without even being able to tell if they're on his team or the opposing team, which is insane to me because yellow versus burgundy, like those are different <laughs> colors. Yeah. It's a wee bit different. Well, isn't it scarlet? Isn't it scarlet? <sighs> I don't know. I guess they say scarlet robes. See, which, because that's like even bigger of a difference, <laughs> like scarlet yeah. versus gold. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're also got a team of 49ers on the field, you, like, there's no excuse. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm trying to see if they, like, say. So, the Hufflepuffs are definitely wearing canary yellow. <laughs> Love it. Lo I'm wearing my Huff hat right now. It's cute. Represent. Did you give this to me, Grace? I don't think so. I got you a different hat. You should have just said yes. So, after the first lightning strike, Wood calls a timeout, which... I mean, same. I mean, I would be just out. I'd be out. Yeah, I'm Not getting out of the sky. Out. Where's yeah, like my I'm towel? I'm out throwing of it. This game, yeah. <laughs> um, and Harry basically is like, 
I'm 100% not catching the snitch. Like, this mm-hmm. is not happening. Just, like, so everyone's expectations yeah. Just are so realistic. we all know. <laughs> We're managing expectations at this yeah. point. <laughs> I'm going to state this as a fact, meaning that now it's the responsibility of the chasers to negate this. I've won us a lot yeah. of games. Not happening this time, y'all. <laughs> this Sorry. <laughs> I need y'all to step up. <laughs> so then Hermione appears. Um, she's probably been waiting there for them to call a timeout. And I have issues. I have major okay. issues with well, this. Well, she does. So what the, well, what I'm he's excited. talking about is Hermione does the impervious spell on Harry's glasses, which makes them impervious. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. If you look up the spell, as I did, the actual spell says that it makes something waterproof or water resistant, right? Which glasses already are. Already are. But <laughs> even beyond that, even beyond that, if this is like, for, has no one ever thought of this? Has no one ever thought to put a charm that's meant to repel water on things that are meant to hold water out of your face on some, <laughs> on some level? Also, why so. don't they have goggles? We see them in the movies. Why are you wearing regular yeah. glasses, Harry? Wait, but goggles wouldn't be better. Yeah, it would be the same issue. They would still, they would still have. I mean, they would keep water out of his eyes, but to me, that's a non-issue because it's the vision thing. Mm-hmm. Either way, though, every single player, whether you need glasses or not, should be wearing some form of protective eyewear. Well, and how yep. about every single piece of clothing that a wizard owns should have that charm on it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. You should yeah. never be soaking wet if you're a wizard un- unless you're having a great day. I don't Wait, know. Wait, but like- what about the drama? Oh, <laughs> mm, great point. There you go. You're right. You're right, because... When you are soaking wet, you definitely add a flair of drama to uh, anything you say, really. I'm thinking of, I'm thinking of when Aragorn comes back to Helm's Deep, dripping wet, tired as hell, and slams those doors open and is like, I'm here and I'm ready to be your king. I'm picturing a wet Severus Snape just (laughs) (laughs) He wouldn't throw it. Snape would just be holding his wand as the doors slam open. He's like, "Mm -mm." Oh my god. (laughs) Snape and his curtain bangs. There'll be no foolish wand waving or silly incantations in this class. I can't imagine it because Snape just be skulking, you know what I mean? Like he never is just like (laughs) just pulls the hair out of his eyes. I'm not having a good time. (laughs) Are you ever? No. (laughs) Hermione does impervious on Harry's glasses, which is very frustrating. It's very frustrating at this time. Yes. Um, but I good good job for doing it now. I, I hope that once again Hermione then took this grand idea that no one's ever had before and started marketing a line of glasses made especially for. <laughs> I think the second I learned this spell, I would go around to my friends and be like, "I can fix her glasses right now forever." Well, and you we know? do know Hermione does like fixing glasses. <laughs> yeah, this is a trend of hers. She, she started I mean, what off would fixing, do without her? now she's improving. That's the way that you go. I need a Hermione because Sean says that in an apocalypse situation, if my glasses break, he's leaving me to die because, <laughs> because I am so useless without my glasses. So everyone kind of needs a Hermione. <laughs> wow. He's not but taking I, any responsibility I, for you at all. He's doing have, what Harry's doing. He's like, listen, in that situation, that's on you. <laughs> I'm pretty capable, but... I'm also clumsy and stupid, and I think in a genuine <laughs> apocalypse situation, Sean would have a very hard time. <laughs> all of us would. We're all pampered well, as hell, okay? No, I think he would have a very hard time 
I think he'd be like, I need to leave her. Like she, I, the only way I, I can survive. <laughs> also, uh, to, to answer a question from before, the reason that I think goggles would be a little important for a Quidditch player versus glasses is because what's about to happen to Harry. Like you don't want glass fragments if you fall off your broom. Oh yeah, true. Glasses are made out of glass. They don't break. Just saying. Like, they are not made out of actual glass. I don't don't wear glasses, so I don't know. No, that's why I'm telling you. Ever since I was a kid, and I'm 30 now, I'm 29 now, (laughs) I have had, like, they make, they they have, like, different lenses. You can get, like, glass lenses, but, like, no one really should because they make plastic ones for babies, but the grown-ups can have them, too. They were invented for children, but I always get the super indestructible glasses that you can, like, chuck at a brick wall, and they're, like, kind of fine. (laughs) <laughs> it sounds I'm like very, what I would need just from clumsiness. Well, I'm glad yeah, to hear no, that. Though, I'm very hard on my things. I, I was thinking, like, I, like, why would you... And there's bludgers. There are literally, like, things that are meant to try and hit you in the face. Doesn't seem like... The, but like I said, I do not wear glasses, so thank you for uh, enlightening me. Yeah, I, I don't think that getting smashed in the face while wearing glasses or goggles, like, I think they both would be equally painful and annoying. <laughs> Sometimes I hurt myself, like I bonk my face and it pr- it does press my glasses like deeply into my face. It's like the most offensive yeah. thing. It's like, get out of my face. <laughs> I'd rather just not be punched in the face. Yeah, well, oh <laughs> yeah, no, rule. for sure. Yeah, that's, you're I right. I find you're my days right. that I don't get punched in the face are significantly <laughs> better on average than the days when I do get punched in the face. Now, this exactly. could be statistical anomalies, but I think there's a trend. <laughs> Call me crazy. <laughs> Wow. I just keep thinking that later in this book, Hermione slaps Draco, and I'm just so excited. I'm so excited. I'm so there for it. I don't know what chapter it happens in, so it's going to come out organically. I'm just really stoked. So they resume play. Harry can see now. That's that's really good. Why doesn't he have contacts since he's an athlete? That's not technology. I just really, if you're flying through the air and like, Water is hitting you in the eyeballs. Yeah. That's not good. No. Yeah. For no. anyone. Like, yeah. everyone should have something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yep. If nothing else, just for bugs. Yeah. <laughs> that's true, too. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So, because of the spell on his glasses, Harry can finally see, aka, he can see a big black dog watching him from the stands. <laughs> Which Honestly, bold move. it's it's but it's so cute. <laughs> it's like, adorable serious. and a bold move. It, it's the adorable. Yeah, it's amazing that Sirius is already that like protective and loving still over Harry, and is like, I'm gonna go fucking see him. He's but like, it, is he as good as James? Yeah, I yeah, need to he's see. Like, I gotta see. But it's crazy. Like, well, first of all, Lupin knows. Lupin obviously knows his animagus form. Like, ah, it just it blows my mind. It just blows my mind the ridiculous risks that he's taking. Yeah, for sure. Well, I think he's really just relying on like on like no one knows I'm a dog. But like, like Lupin, people Lupin do know he's a dog. I think it's just Lupin though, and he's like, my voice got me. He would have spoken by now. I probably would think the same thing if he hasn't tattled by now. Why? Why would he do it now? Also, full moon. Full moon. Mm. Wow, great right. point. Call, it is a full point. moon, yeah. and Lupin is definitely indisposed. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. That makes yep. a lot more sense. Convenience! Okay. <laughs> convenience everywhere! <laughs> well spotted. I I use that all the time, and it's from the F- Goblet of Fire movie where Ron's like, Hermione, oh shit, you're a girl. And she's like, well spotted. <laughs> <laughs> but that's one of those oh. that's so subtle people don't know it's a Harry Potter reference, you know? Mm-hmm. I like it. 
So, so Harry's kind of like shaken. Um, he's, his nerves are frayed. He is kind of shaken from seeing the dog in the, in lightning, right? And then like when he looks back, it's gone. Right. So next, um, Harry and Cedric Diggory, who we haven't mentioned, but he's here and he's the tall one and he's really handsome and he's kind of, kind of quiet and. <laughs> he's also somehow a fifth year who is playing Quidditch for the first time, but is also the captain. Yeah, he's also the captain. It's I a thought weird, that was weird thing. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I mean, I'm not saying it couldn't happen, but we didn't hear the previous Hufflepuff uh, uh, Seeker being, like, a powerhouse. Do we know it's his first year? They, I mean, they, Harry would have played against him two more times, like... It does say, it does say, like, Oliver Wood had to point him out to Harry in the hall. Yeah, that's interesting. Maybe, maybe he's just really good at Quidditch and he, like, didn't really want to play the first couple years and they were, like, really trying to get him on the team or something. Hmm. Maybe Hmm. Amos Diggory has connections. Like Malfoy does. I was gonna say I, I, maybe I he bought his way onto the team. I mean, Amos Diggory seems like the kind of guy, though. Yes, that's true. Yeah, he got on the team with talent. He bought him the captain. <laughs> okay, yeah, Ooh, <laughs> yeah. I feel like no, Cedric Diggory is such like an annoyingly good guy. I feel like they. I feel like the previous captain graduated, and no one really was feeling right for the role. And he was like, "Gang, if we need a captain, I'll be your captain." You know. Yeah, and also I don't see Madame Sprout being one to like sell off positions like that. That'll work. With, no, that'll work with Snape. That's not going to work with Pomona. You're not yeah. going to go to her and be like, "I'll give you a thousand galleons to make my son captain." She'll be like, "Fuck off." <laughs> Maybe some really dope magic weed though. Now you're talking. Are you telling me that she can't grow that already on her own? She's always down to try new stuff from around the world, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I love her. Okay, so so the snitch. I see it, the snitch. Um, Harry and Cedric are both going for it. You go, dude. Yeah, they're zooming. um, And then Harry looks down, and there's at, at least 100 Dementors on the Quidditch pitch. That's, that's, that's scary. That, that's a lot of Dementors. I've never thought of Dementors as moving exceptionally quick. I know, I was thinking that too. How do you only notice when they get to the point that over a hundred, or if you're doing a dive, a hundred? I don't know, it just, it seems weird that he would only notice now. In the movie, for sure, we only see them kind of like slow drifting, but imagine if they could go fast though, and they that's just like terrifying. That's, that's terrifying. So like you look and it's like thirty feet away, and then when you look back, it's like it's like the same sound that it makes when it's moving slowly, like that like sound, and it's like in your face. No, because now you're turning Dementors into weeping angels, and I will not have that. Because yeah, that, like the weeping angels no, from no, Doctor Who. No, yes. we don't talk about but the like, weeping angels. But like they will also come at you when your eyes are open. They'll just come at you. Yeah, a nonstop <laughs> force. Ugh. Wow. In the movie, though, they they come from above, like they're flying down. Oh, yeah, they're whereas, just, like, having a good old time in the rain. Yeah, Whee! whereas here, it says they're standing, so they're obviously on the ground. Wait, the word standing is really weird for Dementors. Yeah, I was like, do they stand? I kind of thought it was more of a glide situation. Yeah, they're yeah. for sure floating. It's, like, literally pointed out in book five that Dementors do not, like, don't walk or don't run or whatever mm-hmm. the exact wording is. Yeah, and, yeah So, them. like, you'd think they wouldn't stand? Yeah, yeah, standing was weird. If you only have a face hole on your head, you're not allowed to have legs. I, I, don't, I didn't make the rules. I just know them. It's, it's one of the rules. Okay, so Harry's like, all right, well, my anxiety was at a... 
10 out of 10, and now we're at a 15. (laughs) (laughs) There is no scale anymore. No. We're off the chart. (laughs) We have broken the scale. Through the fucking roof. (laughs) He has become the avatar of anxiety. Mm -hmm. Like, Yes. Yep. So he, I mean, it's really bad. Harry hears voices this time. Instead of the scream, it's like a, it's a conversation Mm -hmm. between his mom and Voldemort. It's really... It's neat. It's real hey, neat. Hey guys, just give me one second. I, we're gonna. I'm gonna pause for literally just one second. Okay. Okay. I'm so sorry. I'll be right back. That's okay. Okay, are you leaving? It's okay. Wow, mom's gone. Woohoo! Kids gets around the house. Although she will hear everything that we say. <laughs> yeah, we so love. So we should only compliment Tina. her because she's amazing. <laughs> she's amazing. She's killing it. Wait. Shh. <laughs> Ooh, getting come. Hey, sorry, my friend okay. Alexis. Was oh, here yesterday. Oh, and tell her I say left. hi. Tell her I say hi. Hi. She's hi. too far away. It's fine. I'll tell her later. <laughs> How dare okay, you? I have one like technical question, and this is not at all related to the chapter itself. This is more to Zoom. Mm-hmm. If I change my like call nickname, <laughs> wait, I see do you it. see it? Runo <laughs> Waslib. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay, so I so you do see. It. Okay, yes. that's, that's good. To that. <laughs> I didn't notice that at all. Oh my god, why is that like my favorite joke from this whole series? It's just same, like so fucking same. funny. It's so good. Mm. Oh my god. Okay. Um, okay, so I mean Harry faints, wouldn't you? Yeah. I, I, would. <laughs> Probably. I would. Probably. Well, once again, statistically no, because no one else fainted, but yeah, I get oh, what yeah, you're saying. I, yeah, I get what you're saying. I, <laughs> Like, I'd rather faint than listen to this nightmare of a scene from <laughs> yeah. the deepest recesses of my repressed memory. What do you think <laughs> your thing that you would hear when Dementors Oof. are all around you would be? Honestly, like, I I'm I don't know. I'm pretty, cu- my life is cushy, I yeah, don't know. I'm very sheltered, I don't know either. Honestly, maybe it would be me, like, reading the synopsis of Human Centipede, which I regret doing, or, or something oh, like that. Yeah, okay, yeah, I know exactly what mine would be. It would, would be watching a Serbian film. Oh. oh. Have you have you heard of it? No. Oh, Is that no. the name of a movie? I thought you meant any film from Serbia. Yeah, I was, I was like, like, okay. I was like, sure. I was like, wow. wait, are you racist? Oh, Mine's got really, really weirdly racist here. Okay, like, let's hear it. <laughs> Okay. Tell me that name of, I mean, like one of the most disturbing movies ever created. Wow! It's so yeah, I'm not even gonna like. I know that this podcast is like all swearing mm. and sexual content. A Serbian film is so deeply disturbing that it's too much for this podcast. Well, thank you for sparing us. Yeah, I do have this weird compulsion. My husband really loves scary movies, and I never want to watch them, but I do always read the synopsis. And then I'm all—he always comes home, and I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, why are you doing this?" You guys, it's too early for plugs. Okay, just. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would probably just faint. Like, I—I I would probably remember all the times I've almost fainted in public before. That's what's going to happen to me as I'm fainting from <laughs> from the so- mentors. I've almost accidentally fainted like five times in public and they've all been really traumatic. Oh my gosh. I will say mine, but only on the condition that you bleep it out, Christina. Okay. Like. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, that that wasn't fun. I am going to bleep it out and it's going to be like, what? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Um, Harry wakes up in the hospital wing. Classic Harry waking up in the hospital wing. <laughs> 
Like you do, if you're him. Like you do, yeah. And then every everyone's there, <laughs> Ron and Hermione and the whole Quidditch team, minus Oliver Wood, are all surrounding him, which I would be like, don't look at me, I'm painted. What's wrong with you <laughs> Um, Yeah, it's bad. Harry is like, what's happening? Where am I? He's having what Andrew just described, <gasps> yep. the, the post-nap amnesia. He's yes. like, wait, what? How did I get here? Mine usually isn't caused by a concussion, but you know, yeah. sometimes. <laughs> so Harry learns he fell 50 feet off of his broom. And everyone is like, we all thought you were dead. But then we also learned that Dumbledore slowed his fall. So like. I've got a question. Does your version say 50 feet? I think it does. It's interesting because that's usually the British version, isn't it? Yes. But they would use feet instead of meters. Yeah, it does say 50 feet. You fell off, said Fred. Must have been what? 50 feet? The UK mm-hmm. uses the imperial system. Mm-hmm. Empirical system? Imperial system. They use, yes, they use, we, they use miles, we, but they don't use... Uh, I didn't think they used feet. I know they I, don't use it. Oh my god, we've literally already done this on the podcast before. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta look it up. So fucking annoying. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Actually, it's it's their metric except for miles. Boom. Which is the last? I think the last time this came up, we were talking about Raven miles. Claw. Yeah, Ravenclaw who watches Raven a lot Claw. of Top Gear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that, yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it makes no sense. It, it it really makes no sense. But they use I, the imperial si- or they use the metric system, but with miles. People are like, I love math because it's the same in every country. And it's like, you are full of shit. Yeah. <laughs> how about this? If you really want something to be the same in every country, how about we just like, you know, like each other a lot more. Just love humans. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, so then it love doesn't is ma- the same you in don't every have to country. look for stupid things like who uses imperial versus metric. Obviously, metric is the better option. Obviously. Yeah, that's clear. On a semi-related note, um, like uh, imperial versus metric. What the fuck is wrong with the wizarding world when it comes to, like, measuring, uh, like, especially when it comes to money? Mm-hmm. It's like, for, like, why oh, the yeah. fuck? Okay, you could pick either, like, just like any other currency, it's like one, like, galleon is 100 canucks, but instead it's, uh, like, two prime numbers. It's yeah. 17 sickles in a galleon and 29 nuts, nuts. in a yeah. sickle, which yeah. is so yeah. fucking annoying. <laughs> Like four hundred ninety three canuts to a gallon. Oh yeah, canuts! Insane. <laughs> Yikes! Mm. Oh, and like they don't teach kids math, so how does anyone ever learn this? <laughs> oh, exactly. Yeah, and also it's like what, like what, how, how does this, like how is this school even allowed to exist? Like on, like on that note, like first of all. Don't teach your students basic English or math, which is <laughs> double ridiculous considering what you just said, that the currency system is completely fucked. Mm-hmm. Also, like, student safety seems like just a non... It's not a Like, thing. no one gives two shits about student safety. <laughs> no. And also, just the name of the school sounds like a euphemism for an STD. Oh. Jeez, like... like Fucking Christ. I've never thought of that before in my life, but that either. is exactly what that sounds like. Yeah, I would not be thrilled if my doctor said I had a case of the Hogwarts. That... Yeah. Oh, God. That sounds wow. like something they would tell you, and even though they're not supposed to, they would totally judge you. Like, they would look at you and be like, you got Hogwarts. Yeah. Explain. I feel like that's like some, like some, like, village in the olden days called Chickenpox Hogwarts. You know what I mean? 
But no, no. Come free my hog. It's got warts on it again. Jesus Christ! She wouldn't judge you for one second. I've seen it before. She would not ask. Like it's like Jesus Christ, Ernie, you're fucking thirteen. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna ask questions. I don't care if you had sex or anything like that. Yeah, I'm not gonna ask questions. Well, to answer your question, it's because there is no accreditation in the in the wizarding world. None. Yeah, like None just as whatsoever. a general concept. <laughs> I and like even their testing, like owls and shit. I have a feeling it doesn't matter. I have a feeling yeah. like when you get into the yeah. real world, just like in our real world, it's all based on like luck and knowing people. What is it that they say on whose line is it anyway? Is it the games are made up and the points, the points don't, don't matter? matter. Yes, mm-hmm. that yeah. that is your Hogwarts. Hogwarts academic record. Yep. I <laughs> see that you got a P in. A tea for troll. troll. Yeah. Tea for troll. God, you're so dumb. Wait, is, wait, is it tea actually troll or is it terrible, but everyone says troll? Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Maybe. I don't know. That may be right. I like troll best. I like troll yeah, too. Yeah, tea for troll. <laughs> okay, wait. Okay, so what? my question is, if Dumbledore slowed Harry's fall, why do people still think he was dead? I don't know if they thought he had, like, a literal heart attack in the air. Oh. And then, yeah, he fell. Because he was, like, dead weight falling for, like, no reason. Or maybe he got struck by lightning. Yeah. (laughs) True. (laughs) I think they would have noticed if he had been struck by lightning. (laughs) Honestly, like, Dumbledore has really good reflexes. Mm -hmm. Do you think Dumbledore was maybe, like, a little tuned in to well, Harry's thoughts. Well, the thing thoughts. is, if there were a hundred Dementors assembled on the Quidditch pitch, like, he probably could tell something bad was going to happen, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Dumbledore, so he was, like, on alert. Yeah. He was like, Harry's probably going to pass out. He does that. Quickly, someone get some chocolate! Historically, Harry passes out, okay? <laughs> He's delicate. What is Harry going to do? He's going to do the thing that makes my life as inconvenient as possible. He's going to pass out 50 feet in the air. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, so in the movie, um, Celestial Momentum! Like, yeah, it's the Arresto- most dr- Arresto Momentum, yeah. It's yeah. Arresto Momentum, and my my dad has always been kind of a pretentious guy. He, when I was a kid, he was he would be like, oh, that's real clever, Arresto Momentum, like, that's real advanced, like, Latin, and he would jump in front of the TV and be like, stop the falla! <laughs> and my brothers and I thought that was the funniest shit of our lives. We laughed so hard. Oh my god. Um, mm. My dad thinks this it is very funny. It is um, weird how like Latin and Greek are apparently the only two languages that can create magic. Like, um, well, yeah, so- that's that's Western. That's Western fantasy, mm-hmm. and it's because it's ancient. Let's be honest. Do you really think that bitch would have any issue saying that only Latin and Greek in her world? Like, you know how long it took for magic to get to China because they didn't speak Latin or Greek. <laughs> I guarantee you, she would make it horrible like that. She just loves to make yeah. things that are beautiful horrible. Oh, yeah. Um, yep. Um, there is one spell that I discovered recently that was a Swedish word. I'm trying to remember what it was. Wadiwasi. Yeah, Wadiwasi. Another Peeves classic moment. Yeah. Oh, I love Peeves. Yeah. (laughs) He's so good. Yeah. I mean, Harry doesn't seem to be, like, hurt. At all. Yeah. He completely... (laughs) He glosses over the fact that he almost died and is completely crushed by losing the match. Yeah, I know. It's it's like mm, priorities. Yeah. <laughs> mm. 
Um, yeah, so he learns that Cedric Diggory caught the snitch and Hufflepuff won the game. Mm-hmm. I love um, the little line where they say Cedric tried to, like, say, no, no, we need a rematch. So annoyingly good. <sighs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's the person that you're like, I want to hate you so badly, but you're just yeah. It's so hard. Yeah, you're he's so, so nice. Hard Be a worse person. <laughs> just a true Hufflepuff. So nice. Yeah, he oh. he is like a true Hufflepuff. He goes along to get along. He'll lead when he has to. He'll follow when he has to. And he is pretty annoying in this. Like, just he's like a total Gary Sue in this book. He's just mm-hmm. like so good at everything, like super nice. But I think in the Goblet of Fire, when we get to know him a little better, we see the different shades of him a little bit more. He's like pretty insecure, and he like, yeah, he has a hard mm-hmm. time being brave. Yeah, like brave yeah. for bravery's sake, like his own sake. You know what right. I mean? It's almost as if that's not one of his defining characteristics. Yeah, well, it's just I I'm, I'm I like him better in the next book. He's got some character. Mm-hmm. That character's got character, and you definitely can't say that about all characters. <laughs> so Cho Chang, <laughs> man, all these seekers just making out with each other. Because they, they always be seeking, yo. That's why Draco's so grumpy. He's like, all the seekers love each other. What about me? <laughs> They have a sordid love triangle. Why can't I bake their fourth? And you know he's lusting after Harry, so like... Yeah. I think he'd take any one of them. Draco's like, so guys, just like orgy at my place? <laughs> we'll do a little seek and find if you know what I mean. We're just, oh. we're just testing the waters here. Testing the waters. What are we thinking? Yes? No? Yes? <laughs> Back to my place, aka the dorm the room dungeons. I share with four other boys <laughs> and one old man disguised as a rat. <laughs> um okay so oliver wood is still in the showers depressed as hell knowing he just knows he can't be mad at harry but he like is he is mad at harry yeah they say he's trying to drown himself yeah which Mm -hmm. after that kind of a game i would almost be like i don't want to take a shower right now like i'm clean i have been rained on for hours i would want to warm up though Nice warm shower. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Nothing like a Um, nice warm shower where you can sit down, hug your knees and cry and think about the future and what it's going to... Sorry. Sorry. Got a little personal there. (laughs) (laughs) Also, um, I don't know like how how the changing rooms were envisioned when the book was being written, Passive Voice, but I, I mean, in the films, they're kind of like really basic like wooden structures, like like kind of like a kind of like an outdoor bathroom at the beach or something and so like mm-hmm. i don't think i would get warm there <laughs> i would want to go like deep into the castle and get warm you know yeah well, in all fairness and this is a good thing because they are children we never saw the shower situation wow and, so uh, true it's probably the, the best. So, a good thing. But we do get thing. some bath time action though <laughs> great point uh, it was not out what? of the realm of possibility Wait, Mott's changed his name again. This time it's Percy Weasley in the quest to cure wizard herpes. (laughs) (laughs) Why is Percy on that quest? (laughs) Because of book two. Oh. I was like, what happened to you? That's a very bureaucratic uh, thing to try and achieve. So yeah, I can actually see that. Like, Percy's the one who's going to rally support (laughs) in the lower house. He's going to make sure that he's got a coalition that can get it done and get funding approved because we all know Fudge isn't going to do that shit on his own. He's rallied the troops. (laughs) He's got the ministers. He's ready to go. (laughs) Percy Weasley in the quest to cure wizard herpes. Because if you try and turn your back on your family and go for Voldemort, 
you might want to try curing herpes. It's a great way. <laughs> a great way. People will forgive you really quick. Your family, mm, no problem. Good luck. Speaking of the Weasley family, the Fred and George in the hospital wing, they're trying to do the math out loud to figure out like what they need to do to win the House Cup now that they've started out so poorly. Mm-hmm. It comes down to like points. They're like, they're like, if this team beats this team and this team beats this team, we have to beat this team by a hundred points. Yeah, to win the house. I feel crowd. like they're they're taking notes from Oliver Wood on the pep talk situation because this oh, is yeah. not great. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they're trying to make him feel better and, like, failing completely. Guys, I yeah. appreciate the effort, but I just need you to note what you're saying is not likely. <laughs> yeah, it's not this like, is upsetting. We only we need to stop. beat him by 10 points. It's If we can just score 10 more times than they do, we're, we're set. We're good to go. Wait, spoiler alert. I think they do it, though. Yeah. I think this is the year they win the House Cup because then the next year yeah. Oliver Wood is gone and they cancel it. And then I think they cancel it for the rest of the years, right. honestly. House oh, sixth year they play the Quidditch Cup. Okay, you said House Did Cup. Did I say that? Yeah. Oh, so annoying. I wish they were called more different things. <laughs> yep. Because it's still a House Quidditch Cup. <laughs> yeah. Are you talking about the like Triwizard is- Cup is what you mean? Oh, the Triwizard Cup. Oh, yes, yes, next year's Cup. <laughs> <laughs> Which is different from the Goblet of Fire. That's so fucking annoying. That's so fucking annoying. I didn't realize how many cups there are in this universe. <laughs> and then the Hufflepuff Cup. The Helga Hufflepuff's mm. Cup. Just mm-hmm. her dope cup. She's like, my one legacy is this This is a dope cup. Everyone loves my cup. It's my cup. <laughs> Wait, that being said, I'm a Hufflepuff and I love cups. Huffle cup. And I have a lot of special cups. I'm drinking out my one special cup right now. It's color changing. It's not color changed right now because my water's room temperature, but I do love cups. <laughs> I do not have a lot of cups. You don't? Uh-uh. No, I do not drink from cups. What do you drink from? Or like mugs. I think I think the reason is the fact that I don't really drink a whole lot of like uh, like warm beverages. Mm-hmm. So like I usually just drink from yeah, either like a plastic bottle mm-hmm. or uh, or like just just a glass. Mm-hmm. Okay. I do want mugs though. I do want more mugs. Mugs are important. Listeners, write in and tell us your opinions on mugs so and where they belong in the house and uh, in the series at large. Wait, Brooke collects mugs. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh. She collects mugs from her travels. Which she does quite frequently, so I would imagine it's an extensive collection. Yeah, maybe we'll post a picture on the Instagram. Okay, so um, so Madame Pomfrey comes and shoes out the team. They're probably really muddy and gross also. Yeah. And so it's just Harry and Ron and Hermione um, just like having a little bit of an intimate talk about feelings. Hermione it looks very concerned. She's a good friend. She was really worried for Harry. It looks like she was crying, which I get that. She describes how Dumbledore was really angry when the Dementors came onto the pitch. He slowed Harry's fall and brought him up to the school on a stretcher. Um, and they keep saying everyone thought he was dead. I don't know. I just feel like they're, I don't know. No one in the wizarding world knows how to check a pulse. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yes. They, they did also uh, put one little thing that I loved reading, which was he made some silver stuff come out of his wand and it got <laughs> to go away. Which, like, I know Back it's the Patronus charm. I know it's the Patronus charm, but, like, come on. 
You had to word <laughs> it that way. This is so fucking sexual. It's just. I, yeah. I think it actually. I could be. I'm pretty sure the wording is actually some silver stuff came out of his wand. No, it's. Yeah, it's, 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 he, it is. I'm pretty sure it, it is. I'm reading. He whirled his wand at the Dementors, shut silver stuff at them. <laughs> Even worse. Yep. Yeah, that's. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to miss my shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good luck. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. I, oh, my God. I have noticed that Hermione tends to be the bearer of bad news when it's I, her and Ron have to give Harry bad news kind of a lot and I've mm-hmm. been noticing that it's always Hermione <laughs> and I don't know if it's because she takes the lead or because Ron just happens to put all of the emotional labor on her because she's a female and he's been coddled all his life or if there's think, something else I think what's probably going on is Hermione knows if she tells Ron you need to tell him this Ron would say by the way your broom was destroyed like he would have yeah. no sanction. Yeah. He wouldn't yeah. be. Yeah. He, which this whole thing, like, I, I get he's in a vulnerable state here, but Harry's like, it went into the whopping willow. What happened? Like, bro, <laughs> it the got whomped. You think you idiot? Oh my god, I would. I really wanted it to say it got whomped. I wanted that it to be the whomped. response. I wanted <laughs> it to. Whomp, but whomp. I'm just. I'm sitting here listening to Harry. It's like, and then it flew off. Personally, if it flew off, I'd be like, oh, so it's fucked. But he's like, what happened? Well, it mm. hit the Whomping Willow. What happened? Wow. <laughs> he's got his post-nap amnesia. Well, the Whomping Willow doesn't like getting hit. Like, <laughs> if I'm reminding him, I'm sitting there what like, happened? why, why? You know what happened. Fill in the blank. Why am I having this tone with you? Like, <laughs> come on. Meet me halfway. <laughs> I do like the way that um, Hermione's dialogue is written when she gets emotional. It she it's like and it hit, it hit. Oh Harry, it hit the whomping will. I like what she says. Oh Harry, kind of a lot when she's like delivering all the bad news. I just wait, 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 wait. And then what happened? Oh, um, <laughs> wait, well, it's almost like the way you described that. I didn't need to ask the next question. <laughs> you know the whomping willow. Um, I also like the detail that Professor Flitwick got went to retrieve the br- the pulverized broom because it's like I don't know. There's so is it because he's small and he can get under there to pause it's the tree? He's great at pickups because he's such a charming guy. He's such a charming guy. Oh. That was that was a oh. pun right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, I don't know. Why not send was, someone else? <laughs> I mean, what? Why not? You know? I don't know. He oh, just the charms professor. Also. He's just gonna let yeah. Regarding the stick. And, oh yeah, maybe yeah. he did charm it to, unto him. Flish and swick, or switch and flick. Give her the old switch and flick. My girlfriend loves the old swish and flick. <laughs> <laughs> My go-to thing, Andrew. You haven't had a girlfriend in years. Yeah, swish and flick does not work. It's not. Swish <laughs> and flick. No one. Oh, I had to get my wand. Ooh. Oh, I have an elder wand too. Mats, Ooh. I'm gonna tell you now. You're young. You can't pull your wand out on live stream, okay? It's, it's not okay. You have to ask consent. That's it's an important. elder wand, right? There. <laughs> yeah, so Hermione dumps the broom out on his bed. The, my use of the word dump there, it's because it was in a million tiny pieces. Yeah, and is it still structurally a broom? I think it's just wood chips at this point. Like, Yeah. Oh, like, um, like Boo's door at the end of Monsters, Inc. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
I don't know why so that sad. just came to me. Um, yeah, so you know who else is so sad? Harry. Harry's really sad. Harry had a bad day. And this is the end of the chapter, and that's, like, so depressing. And on that note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. R.I.P. Nimbus 2000. Yeah. Well, it's so 2000 and late, so it's time for a new one. <laughs> mm. True. Mm-mm-mm. You need a broom True. that's, what is it? 3008. I don't remember. I don't. Wait, what song am I even singing? Is that Fergalicious? I, I think it's Fergalicious. <laughs> yeah. I'm so 2008. You're so 2000 and late. Uh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. They crushed it. Fergalicious. My body. Is, I, I can't Tell me remember. more about your body. Uh, Fergie on. was the one telling you about her body. I was simply paraphrasing it in a horribly inaccurate way. It's something, something, something. I'm all up in the gym just working on my fitness. He's a witness, I think, is the next line. Oh, yeah, he is Ooh-wee! a witness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's good stuff. Quality. Does anyone have any other thoughts about Grim Defeat? Uh, I have two major pieces of criticism for this chapter. One is a serious lack of Lee Jordan commentary. Yes. yes. Do you yeah. think he was commentating? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he was. And like maybe was just the, the people in the yeah. stands could hear him, maybe? Yeah. D- does the magical yeah. microphone not have a volume selector? Sonorous. <laughs> well, no, he actually has a microphone. I know, but you could even sonorous it even more. Sonorosity. Yeah, just sonorous <laughs> the hell out of that bad boy. What's your, uh, what's your second? Yeah, uh, my second is, and this really applies to the rest of the book and I think, yeah, pretty much just the rest of the series is <laughs> I wish there was more Gilderoy Lockhart in this chapter. <laughs> I yeah, he would have he would have made it better. Uh, I mean, like he would have saved he could have saved any situation. We know Lockhart. Lockhart could have done some damage <laughs> in this scene. Oh my god. Oh my god, Lockhart would totally have just given Harry to the Dementors, right? Like, they're law officers. They're going to help him. Take him away, boys. <laughs> they're not law officers. <laughs> Don't worry, Headmaster. I gave the young Harry to the Dementors over there. They seem to be having a great time. No. Uh, I'm trying to picture Gilderoy Lockhart trying to... Cast a Patronus. Uh, I don't really know how that would It's just a picture gone, of himself. <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, it's yeah, not an it animal, is. it's a mirror. And he just like <laughs> stares at it like, oh wow. I've, I've had that same... I, actually, I had the same thought when I wrote down in my notes what would Gildura Lockhart's Patronus be? That was my answer for the question. <laughs> what? Just himself? Honestly, I think Lockhart's... I'm trying to think of, like, what is the most conceited animal, and I'm like, a house cat? It's like a Maybe really a fluffy cat. cat. Like, one of those, uh... Yeah. Like, small... A yeah, yeah. A real... Yeah. I don't know what they're called. They're called long hair cats. <laughs> I'm picturing, like, a peacock. I don't know why. Ooh, like, peacock. Really flashy. Good. Yeah, peacock. With, like, a... Like feathers that cover like or that are like sixty percent of the body. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's like, like very little substance, very like mostly just like feathers. outwardly, yeah. f- like flash. Wow! And he does like to wear all his different colored cloaks. Yes. True. Well, in his true, special true. quill for signing uh, important things is a yeah. peacock quill. All right, Lockhart. Is it a peacock quill? Lockhart is. Yeah, it is a peacock yeah. quill. Lockhart is totally a peacock. He took that peacock quill from his peacock patronus. <laughs> Their relationship has never been the same since. It was donated willingly. Okay, <laughs> just like Fox donated the feathers willingly. The peafowl did too. 
Well, Fox eventually always doesn't need his feathers again, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's true. He's not that, that attached. Yeah. He just burns through them, you know? And But luckily... He burns he- through them so quickly. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, um, yeah, cool. Okay, so, yeah, I mean, things do feel grim right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the next chapter is called The Marauder's Map, and so it's about to get Ooh. fun again. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> um. Cool. Are we ready to move on to some plugs? Plug it in, baby. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Andrew. I'm will you go first? that again. I'm sorry. That <laughs> wow. was... Plug it in, baby. Offensive. <laughs> How did I turn? Oh God. Okay. Plug um, me, baby. <laughs> plug me. Plug me. Say that you. <laughs> <laughs> wait. Wait. That's genius. <laughs> wow. Anyways, um, I'm going to do a little behind the curtain here. Uh, listeners, I recorded my last plug like mere days ago, and yeah. I have not had time to really think of one. So the first thing that comes to mind is uh, everyone should listen to the comedy of Kyle Kinane because this is a terribly depressing chapter to go over. So put on put on Whiskey Icarus and just, just have some fun. Just enjoy it. Cool. Nice. Grace, what about you? Um, I am really excited about my plug today. It's a book by V.E. Schwab called The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. This book came out uh, back in October, so I think. So if you haven't read it yet, I'm here to tell you it's very good. Um, basically, we start out with our main character, Adeline, in 1700s France. And she's um, not cool with the trajectory of her life. And there's this sort of refrain throughout the book, um, but especially at the beginning that goes, Never pray to the gods that answer after dark. So what does she do? That. She does that. And Adeline makes a deal with darkness to change her fate. Calamity ensues. Oh my god, that's so dope. It's so good, man. So I don't want to give too much away, but um, it's just got a lot of cool stuff going on. Um, Historical fiction, obviously fantasy, cool magic system, a little sprinkle of romance, Mm -hmm. and a Faustian bargain. Need I say more? Um, So yeah, it was very good. I finished it last week, and nobody else around me has read it, and I can't talk about it. I'm going to read it soon. Please read it so that we can talk about it. I'm going to read it soon. I'm really excited. It's really good. So, yeah, that's it. Someone stop me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Mats, what about you? What do you got to plug? Yeah, so um, those who are in the uh, Moving Out Crew Discord will know that recently I rewatched the play Puffs, Mm -hmm. which is a... Uh, Harry Potter parody, like, it takes the events from uh, the series, like, the main Harry Potter series, but it's told from the perspective of the Hufflepuffs. The Puffs! But, yeah, but it's, uh, because it's a parody and not, not like, an official, uh, like, production or anything, they don't have the rights to the, like, to the names of the characters, so there are some really funny, like, uh, replacements for the like names of the characters and stuff. So it's like Hogwarts is a certain a certain school for magic and magic, <laughs> and uh, the houses are brave, smart mm-hmm. uh, snakes and puffs. Snakes and, and puffs. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And uh, uh, yeah, like I like I can't really talk about it a whole lot without uh, like spoiling mm-hmm. it, but I do. Like I, I do, just want to say that I like when I was watching it uh, last night. I 
was laughing pretty much the entire way through. It's genuinely hilarious. And if you're, like, uh, to anyone in this uh, call and anyone who's listening to this uh, episode, I do genuinely think that if you enjoy this episode, I think you'll probably enjoy Puffs as Yay. well. Nice. Y- um, yeah, we're definitely going to cover that eventually on the podcast. I'm so excited. Yes. <laughs> now that, now oh, that, so that excited. Discord group, that sounds pretty cool. Christina, how would you get in that gr- Discord group? Is oh, there any I way to, you can do that? I have to hook <laughs> it up to our Patreon account. You have to become a patron on Patreon. Oh, okay, okay. But That's I, I need to get, take okay. steps, though. So maybe oh, I'll damn. maybe that'll be done when this episode comes oh. out. <laughs> <laughs> I was so I, I tossed that to you so beautifully. Oh god! I need Charlie to help me. Charlie's my Discord guru. Charlie, this is a test. <laughs> <laughs> My Twitter and my Instagram handles are m.fur, M-D-O-T-F-U-R. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> De- definitely a Hamilton reference. I just want to, yeah. <laughs> and I don't think I'm on anywhere else. And also, yeah, I just want to uh, go back to what you said and say that uh, Charlie is amazing. Mm-hmm. And love you, Charlie. I love them so much. I agree, and, well, we got some... Wait, when does this come out? Oh, my God, hold on. Ooh, is Tina about to break the news? Yeah, for those who don't know, Charlie is a co-host of one of Movie Night Crew Network's newest upcoming podcasts of The Eldest Gods, which is a a Percy Jackson podcast, so definitely look out for that, and there may even be a trailer for it at the end of this episode. I'm, like, trying to do so much math in my head. I'm like, what is happening? (laughs) I've been your host, Christina, and you can follow me on Instagram at Your Girl of the World, and you can follow me on Twitter at Christina Khan. That's my name. And this week I'm going to plug Pokemon Sword, which is a game that I've been playing on my Nintendo Switch. Ever since it came out, I've been playing it for a really long time. I took like a year long break because it is just Pokemon fights for hours and hours and hours. <laughs> but it, yeah. it's fun. If that is something that you like doing Pokemon fights over and over, it's it's pretty. You don't have to pay a whole lot of attention. You just get like some dope, cute Pokemon. You can fight some dope, cute people, and I enjoy it. It's very zen and very fun. And that is the end of my plug. <laughs> Great, sounds cool. Also, check out some other cool Movie Night Crew Network podcasts, and like the following one for which there is a trailer right now. I'm sure. <laughs> Listen. We didn't want to be half-bloods. If you're listening to this because you think you might be one, our advice? Stop listening to this podcast right now. Percy Jackson had the right idea when he told people to stop reading the books detailing his adventures as a half-blood. But we didn't listen to his warnings. And that's why we started this podcast, Of the Eldest Gods, where we read books written by Rick Riordan and talk about how they affected us as kids and continue to as semi-adults. You can find us every Thursday wherever you get your podcasts. Do you think we fooled them for a second there? Gods, I hope not. Bring on the monsters! We're making a podcast! That was a great trailer, I'm sure. <laughs> yes. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> Same. Amazing. It was so good. I'm, I'm so, so hyped right now. Yeah. <laughs> Hype is over 9,000. <laughs> Wait, that that was cute. That's how I'm going to sync the audio in this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing.
Wow. Mats, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us. It was so much fun. Thank you, Mats. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for having me on. Or should we say, should we say Percy Weasley in the quest to cure wizard (laughs) herpes, which is what your Zoom name is right now. (laughs) Doesn't exactly roll off the tongue, but, you know, it's it's my real given given name. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, it's a mouthful. Herpes are a mouthful. All right, I'm, I'm around I this hope, bad boy. I'm- I really hope herpes are not a mouthful. That is just terrible imagery. I didn't need that in my life. All right. Thanks. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. Um, okay, great. Next chapter will be less depressing, I promise. But for now, thoughts and prayers for your boy, Harry. He's having a yeah. hard week. Thoughts and prayers. <laughs> all right. Well, until next time, get out of the rain. Why the fuck are you guys all just sitting in the pouring? rain for a sport that you can just reschedule you only need like six or seven quidditch games in a year and there's so many weekends just like do it differently uh bye 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 the restricted section was created and hosted by me christina khan based on the book series by jk rowling all music by ryan khan logo by michael hardison don't forget to follow us on Instagram at restrictedsectionpod or shoot us an email at restrictedsectionpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your thoughts, feelings, complaints, conspiracy theories, or lavish praise. You know how it goes. You're familiar with our brand. Swearing and talking about sex for like two hours. (laughs) Just the whole time. That's the brand. When it's shoved in your face like that, it almost sounds insulting. But yes, yes, that is us. That is quite right. That's what sets us apart. And sometimes we talk about Harry Potter. Not too much. Not too much. Gets in the way of the sex and the the cursing. And the sexy cursing.